Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment Podcast. We're here again, Pastor Hello. Jim Parkin and myself, Ash Chandler, and we're grateful that you're all back. Thank you for joining us again this week. Welcome to the show, everybody. Mm-hmm. 102 is the number of the episode. So as you, usual, I was, you know, not really planning ahead on what I wanted to talk about. So I asked, put on Facebook a little bit ago. About to record, what should we talk about? So one I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you off the hook though. You always do think ahead. It's just the last it just always seems like it gets crazy and busy. And school has started, a lot's been going on. So I'm just gonna let you off the hook. Eh, But keep going. You're good. I mean I went for a pretty extended motorcycle ride today. So Did you? That's good. That's good. Anyways, so yeah, suicide awareness. That's important to talk about self-care. So we're going to combine twos. Our dear friend, Susan Stott, she asked, what can friends and family do for first responders to show their support? And she was talking about self-care here and things they can do or maybe not do. I like that. And Jen Lovelady was suicide awareness. And that's important because, you know, with everything going on for first responders and healthcare and veterans and stuff like that like we said last week this isn't heaven but dang it's gone buck wild (laughs) (laughs) just just a decision yeah it's it's hard to be under pressure um you know i think if if anybody listens back to episodes from like 2019 coming into last year and stuff like right before the pandemic hit and stuff um You know, our family is under a bit of pressure and it's, you know, it's been a whole industry. It's been our whole country and the world for for a minute and stuff. So, um, you know, it takes a toll on your body, on your mind, on, you know, all the things that you're doing and stuff. So I I certainly think that all that stuff is absolutely related to one another. And I'm glad that we can talk about that tonight. So. Mm -hmm. Right. Um. So it's different, right? Because, I mean, it, it, it can affect anybody. But like we've talked about before, sometimes going through the suck, you just keep getting refined and more refined and more refined and more refined. Right. And every hard season kind of gives you capacity for the next hard season. And so at like 20-something years when you include fire service, but 17 years going on 18 and EMS plus being a veteran plus just being 51 years on the planet. Right. For I'm coming at it from a different perspective, I guess is the the best way to phrase it. So a lot of the things that affect others, it's to me, it's just part of the job. It's just, it's like I said to you earlier, we were talking about all this stuff going on with the nurses and all this stuff. And I said, welcome to deployment, (laughs) you know, because, you know, when we were kind of talking about how no missions ever clean, nothing has ever 
prepared perfectly. You know, things change on the fly. So it's just like keep that kind of mindset, just kind of the, it's easy for me to say, but it really, when you're honing your skills and whatever your craft is in the first responder world or the healthcare world, just, just kind of learn to go with the flow. Just like things, things will pass. It, it gets better, you know, but then it gets worse, but then it gets better. You know, it's just part of the whole thing. I think that people, I've heard this before and I really like the, the thought here is I think a lot of times we don't get burnt out, but we forget why we started the thing in the first place. You know what I mean? That's good. Because, yeah. you know, while being exhausted and all this stuff that's happened for everybody in, involved with breathing air in the last 18 months, you know, everybody with a heartbeat really in fairness right. has been, has been under pressure and things have been crazy. And so to whatever your industry is to, to kind of bring it on, like we have it the worst is just kind of wasted time. You know, everybody is struggling with something in this country right now. Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody, like, even if you're a business owner, you're like, well, I keep having to shut the doors because I can't get enough staff. Right. You know, and. Well, yeah, we can't play that game of trying to comparison game of your experiences, not as bad as my experience, you know, and I think that then we lose our compassion and empathy with one another. And then we, it pulls us apart from one another instead of trying to support and come alongside of each other. Um, I know. We already kind of have that problem with just well, like tribalism in America. Yeah, like, I, I think that we can take any reason and have it be reasons that divide people. And so it, yep. it really does take a lot of work to try to come down from that mentally, to try to reason and see things clearly. Um, and at the same time, be in, you know engaged with what's going on and not be like laissez-faire about it you know too i right. think that's something that i'm i'm trying to navigate to like I, i'm seeing friends and family have these concerns and the things that are going on and like what susan is talking about like what, what can we do to support and help and i know that for one of my friends directly it's just been like i have your back like regardless of whatever happens what decisions have to be made. Like, I have your back. And I think that that's one of the biggest ways that we can just show up for people is just to be there for one another in real ways. You know, it's not like, oh, hey, I hope everything works out. But no, like, whatever you need, I'm there for you. You know, um, that right. type of relationship that we can have with people that we love and trust is pretty powerful, you know. Right. Well, it's been cool. I was talking about this last night um, at House Church. But and I the comparison I made was the Will Smith movie I Robot. Yeah. Just because I love that movie. No, it's but it's kind of like when those robots were coming to life and the eyes would light up and kind of blink and they open up. You know, I have genuinely, like sincerely, I've been seeing people all over the spectrum of whatever their beliefs or whatever their politics or whatever the case, like all of a sudden there's like they're coming to life. I mean, wait a minute. Like they've been in some weird deep sleep for the last however long. And it's like, this isn't right. Like, what's happening isn't right. Like, it, And it's it sucks that I had to get this dark <laughs> for that to happen. But, hey, 
if that's what had to happen, it's cool to see people like, like I said, of all levels of social justice warrior to the most conservative person and just being like, wait a minute. Yeah. There's, there's something in the ether that's not quite right. And we need to be Americans and, you know, and get on board with that. This isn't right. So, which is cool. So, but kind of to get on track, as far as like suicide awareness, yeah, that's something. And what can the community do to help? Just like from a social media standpoint, just like post those suicide hotlines, the national hotline, just, just give people the thought that, um, like to get help before you need help. They got to be willing to talk about whatever the case may be. You just got to be, just put it out there. Like, I mean, put, this is going to sound bad, but we put everything else on social media. If you're struggling, say it. Yeah. That's I'm struggling, not the ambiguous, but I'll get through this post. Just like, Hey, anybody who sees this, Right. You know, there's a story, there's a friend of mine that literally he does a fire department podcast out in California. And literally he saw someone post that. He was just scrolling Instagram, just you know, doing wasting time in the firehouse. And he sees he's scrolling, 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 and someone, if anybody sees this, you know, this is like this is it. I'm not gonna well, I can't remember exactly what it was. And this dude, like, di- like what is it, DMs, direct message the guy or yeah, whatever. Yeah, And, like, like, just kept hitting him up until he would engage. And then actually got to call the dude on the phone, and they actually spoke, and then that guy got help. That's really cool. That's but, really like, cool. like, do what you have to do to get people, like, Whatever flair you have to pop, whatever thing you have to do. I mean, like I said, we use social media for everything else. Why not put that out there? And well, like, the, the nice thing about it, like, I know we've, you know, Nick's done, like, basically WebMD calls with his counselor all throughout COVID. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we have access to a lot of those tools now, um, I know folks that have struggled with, um, just anxiety, getting out, being able to drive, get to their appointment, stuff like that, to be able to have a call and still access your resources and your doctors and stuff like that is pretty incredible. You know what I mean? So there's just there's a lot out there. And um, it's I mean, there's there's hope like people that are struggling. There's still a lot in them to live for. Like they have purpose. And yeah you know, they have value, like, you know, and I, and I think too, like, um, oh shoot, I should look it up. There was a really good post I saw the other day that like, you know, we, we've gotten through like so many years of our life and like, there's still good days ahead. Like there's still hard days and there's still good days, you know? So there's still a lot, you know, I love that Miss Dina loves to say the best is yet to come, you know? Right. But also too, I mean, I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want every day to be perfect. Yeah, but I think for people that have lost all that hope, like they're not even 
I don't know. Even considering, I don't know. Even considering that life could even be good. There could ever be a good day again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. You know, you got to take though. You got to be able to like, like if you're brave enough or you have the stones, if I may, to do a job like police, fire, EMS, any of the military specialties, then you for sure have the stones to reach out and get whatever type of help you need. Yeah. Like you just do. It's not embarrassing, you know, like, I don't know. I have never personally been in a position where I would want to harm myself. I don't know. Yeah. So I can't like, it's like, there's a lot of things, uh, subjects that I just can't comfortably broach the subject. Yeah. Like I'm not going to jump down anyone's throat about addiction because it's not even a subject that I'm willing to discuss having a day with no coffee in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And, and it's, and people yeah. say, well, it's not the same. It is the same. Like I rely on that brown water. Like there's never going to be a day, not ever one. Where I'm like, like I posted the other week because I was, everyone thought I was just being funny. No, it was noon and I hadn't made it to any coffee. That's how busy it was. And I was literally like, what am I going to do? <laughs> like there's coffee places all around you guys. And I'm in an ambulance. And I was literally going, what am I going to do? Like I haven't, every time I get near some coffee, we get another call. Okay. Like, what am I going to do? If you run into that much trouble, text one of us and we'll personally <laughs> deliver something. And that's to what you happened, to. right? <laughs> that's no, what happened. No, like, no I, I get it. I finally got a second. I walked into Rama, and Tiff is like the usual. <laughs> I'm like, yep. And Drake had it already for us. But that's like, cool. you know, but I don't understand. I have never been so depressed or so down or so like, burnt out or so messed up from any call or anything that I've ever seen where I have, that's been a thought in my mind. So, yeah, I, I've had, I've had family members that have been, that have struggled with depression, that have struggled with anxiety. And I, I do have one family member that I know of that did attempt two or three different times to take their life. Um, but the funny part was not really funny because it's not funny. But the funny part was, was that they actually decided not to because they decided, well, I'll, I'll go to the meeting I have tonight and then I'll do it later. <laughs> so kind of like they have planned it all out and stuff and then decided not to by the grace of God, you know. So right. um, as a as of me, as a family member, having folks like on this side of it, it it's. It's very heartbreaking and discouraging to not know what to do and how how much to step into their bubble to try to help. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I you know, and the only little bit that I can relate is after my brother passed away. I, I there were parts of that season where I remember feeling so low that I'm like, God, if you just take me home, I and I don't wake up tomorrow, I guess that's okay too. You know, right? You just. <laughs> You know, so I, I think that to have people that love you and can believe in you, even when you're in that low of a place that you don't, you can't see out of it. You know, I can only, I can only try to get a snippet of an idea of what that might look like, you know? So, you know, I think you just, 
as somebody on the outside of it to just keep pursuing people and praying for people and reaching out. If you know of somebody mm-hmm. that is struggling, you know, don't, don't let them lock themselves up in their house for weeks and not have any contact with anybody, right. <laughs> you know, like right. maybe try to, you know, reach out to them, you know? And a, a big thing we can do for each other is just text someone Yeah. off your contact list, you know, just check in. What's up? How you doing? And that's it. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I don't know. That's just one of the many things, yeah. you know, I think for when we think of many people who listen to this podcast may not be believers yet, you know, or whatever, that's fine. And I, but I would say to those of us who are, or to people from whatever group of church people listen to this show, like when people, especially first responders and veterans are in that darkness, like coming at them with a sermon or a scripture isn't like, won't really work. Like I know, I understand. We all understand that it has meaning and it fits and there's, there's, scripture that fits you know and is helpful yeah yeah but if they don't understand that like like i've heard it said before that some people in life won't need to hear a sermon they'll need to see one yeah that's good and and just to kind of live that out the whole quietly walking alongside people you know not necessarily like giving them any life coaching or like you know what I mean? Right. Because like it can kind of come off as, hey, buck up, buddy. Just pull yourself together. It can kind of right. come across as that a little bit instead of just really supporting them and loving them through that process, mm-hmm. you know? You know, because if you don't know, if you're not familiar and you're going through the darkest season of your life and you even have an inkling of a thought that taking your own life is the the only way you have, the, you've you've reached hopelessness. Because that's what really it is. Suicide is a byproduct of hopelessness. Yeah. Right. And so if someone, if I was in that position or even close and someone hit me with Romans eight twenty eight, I might slap a fool. <laughs> you know I mean, like what? Right. right. Like what? Right. You even said, you know, like, yeah, yeah. But it, but it does matter. And those words are important. And we don't hide the fact that this is a, a faith based Christian podcast and, you should, like, our hope is that you would know Jesus and you would get into the Word. And that way, when you come across stuff like this, you have something to look to and turn to. But in the interim, you know, I would say to our Christian listeners, like, sometimes aren't the time to, it's, you, you should be able to show the love and display the gospel and not really say it. Right. I think it's a good example of the Good Samaritan. You know, right. the, the Good yeah. Samaritan didn't wake up the guy and be like, hey, you know, God works all things together for your good, man. Go in peace. Like, dude's <laughs> jaws broke. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Well, it's like, too, I, yeah. I we're getting yeah. kind of off on a rabbit hole, but it's like that the idea of, like, I watched this happen one time and it was, It was just the craziest thing. We were posted in the ambulance and it's just freezing cold. And there's this dude in the city there and he's like, like a super light. I think he might've had flannel, not even a full on coat. And this 
this group walks by and they pray for him and then keep on going. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, so me and my partner like gave him some cash and like some food and stuff like that, dude. But you need a ride to like, there's a warming center. We can give you a ride up there. But I was like, like that prayer is effective. Right. Like we're, we're not bashing on prayer by any means. Always do that. Don't hesitate. Pray over people. It's important. It's just that if a dude is freezing and starving, come on. (laughs) Right. Like that's cool. But also, you know, maybe give him a sandwich, some coffee or something. Right. (laughs) Always the coffee. Always the coffee, Jim. (laughs) Always the coffee, dude. I have a, I have a little bit of a tangent that I want to take. On the, and we'll, yes. I'll, I'll make, I'll make it all work here. Um, because it's going to be like the Benadryl tangent. No, that's an episode to reference. Oh man. I don't even know if that episode is on this platform. I don't think any of it you can even find be. it. If you can find <laughs> it, I will send you a $20 Amazon gift card. And that's a promise. If you oh. can find that. And that's not you, Jim Parkin. I'm telling you, one of you listeners, if, if you I find, find it and I the Benadryl, yeah, we'll split it. <laughs> oh, but, that's great. No, I'm just kidding. No, okay. So here's here's the self care bit that I want to talk about coming from budget yes, coaching. Because okay. I don't know about self care, so. <laughs> so I, for those of you that don't know, I have an accounting degree in. Yeah, bachelor's in accounting that has nothing to do with personal finance. <laughs> so when I got married and started doing bills and all that jazz, I'm like, dude, I should be able to do this. And it's a little bit more complicated. It's, you know, money is attached to a lot more emotional decisions and life decisions than I had anticipated. It's a little bit harder than I thought. So I actually spent a few years, um, the church did like Bible classes, like different like book studies and things actually at the church before COVID hit. So kind of like small group stuff, but it was actually like teachers teaching like different book studies and things. And I taught the financial peace class. So I took everybody through the whole DVD and workbook set for Dave Ramsey and stuff. And I really, really enjoyed it. And then I also did individual coaching on the side. So I would go to people's houses and help them work through their budget. And 99% of the time, yeah, you, you remember, don't you? 99% of the time, the budget wasn't about the dollar. It was about all the other interpersonal life things that were going on. And so all that to say is that when you can fight to get to a place, and I'm telling you, you have to work and fight to get to that place because life doesn't make it easy. When you can get to a place where you can make a decision based on what's best for you and your family and not based on your employer or a job and, or what's going on around you, that's a really cool place to be. And so I empathize and my heart breaks for those that feel enslaved th- to their circumstances right now, whether yeah, that's their sure. finances or their health or their relationships or their job, like whatever that is. When you can get to a place where you have peace within yourself, and this is something I've had to work over in the past five years to just say yes and no and not be worried about people being really upset with me because I'm such a people pleaser. You know, I don't want people to be mad at me type thing. Um, 
to get to a place where, no, this is what's right for my family. This is a no. This is a yes. This is mm-hmm. these are the decisions I have to make. There's a lot of peace in that, and there's a lot of self-care in that. Because if you get dragged through the mud, like we all do, right? But when it gets mm-hmm. to the point where you feel enslaved to a situation, you feel hopeless because of it, and you feel like you can't make any other decision, that's a really horrible place to be. And when you can walk away because it's the right thing to do, whatever that situation is, because that's the boundary you're going to take, then there's a lot more empowerment, self-respect, self-care, all those things that happens, the maturity Mm -hmm. in you, all those things. So I know it's kind of inadvertently a weird kind of place to take it, but I, I just, my heart, I wish so many more people would fight to gain control of their financial situation. Yeah, I mean, because that's a, that is a, like, I don't know for all my EMS listeners out there, I don't know if you've noticed, but you don't see this kid ever working extra shifts. I work the four, and that's it. That's it. And that's for my own, that's for my sanity. It's how I don't get burnt out. Yeah. It's how, it's like, the thing is with EMS, we all know it, who do it. We get paid like trash. And in most states, Michigan included, we're not even considered a profession. You know, yeah, we have to hold a license, but we're not considered professionals. It's crazy. <sighs> but in any case, we don't get paid enough. So people, they start out, they break into it, and they're just just EMT and paramedic babies. And they do the same thing I did when I was new. And you work like a hundred hours a week because with that overtime, it is killer money. And then you become enslaved to making that right. You get, so now you have more money. Now I'm buying extra stuff and now I got to work overtime to pay for that extra stuff. And toys are great. They really are. But like the whole idea of, like the Dave Ramsey thing, the financial piece, the idea of being in a place where you don't have to rely on all this overtime. Right. You know, because it is what it is, you guys. It is what since the 70s when EMS first came into existence with ambulances and ambulance drivers, because it would be kind of in conjunction with the funeral homes. That's you know side note that's pretty funny but it was uh underpaid it's always been an underpaid overlooked profession and we voluntarily all walked into it yeah but it's like super important to not kill yourself with shift after shift after shift because that's what happens you it's hard on your body it's hard on your mind It'll break your heart. And then now all of a sudden you're in this place, you know, you're in this dark road and you're in some ways alienating yourself because you're always at work. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, and then like then you can't make the time because, you know, maybe your thing is you love to go, you know, walk your dog by the pond Mm -hmm. a couple days a week. Maybe you like to actually go have coffee with some other friend you actually like once in a while you know what I mean? right, like, right. you know go do something that makes you get recharged and feel like you can step away and reset 
Um, and then that way you can refocus, you can know your mission, you can know your passion, your calling, your purpose, you mm-hmm. can do all those things and it, it, it can all be balanced and in place, you know? So, um, right. I mean, we it's, were there, we were there for a long time in different ways, yeah, we were man. just running around the gerbil wheel and it was mm-hmm. super exhausting and discouraging because we felt like we were already going to be always right. going to be there, you know? Right. So just, and it, yeah, it's yeah. just that it's important that kind of, you know, like, what do they call it? Work-life balance. Is that right. a thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. for sure. And I think even more so in industries where there's a lot of pressure and demand, where it's so fast paced and there's so much going on. Um, I think that you need those quiet spaces and time, whatever that looks like for each, each person, you know, to be able to do. So I know for a lot of folks, it might seem kind of random, but I promise you it's all related. And for those of us that believe in God and have a relationship with him and know that he's got a plan and a purpose, like if he wants you to thrive and he loves you and he cares about you, he's going to make a way for all that to be balanced and come together if you trust him and and start making decisions, you know? Um, Sometimes it seems pretty impossible and pretty crazy. I know we've made a lot of decisions getting through our financial journey where it just didn't make sense. And even, um, you know, when my brother passed away, I mean, that was a whole crazy story because I re- we really were feeling like I needed to put in my notice at work and get on one income. And then within a day of finishing my, I, I know I just shared this on an episode a week or two ago, um, is when my brother passed away. So I, I just, God takes care of us. You know, but we mm. gotta we gotta do our part to follow right, some of man. the instructions that he. You know, like come on, right. you know, take care of yourself. You know, and it's hard. I'm, that's For why sure. I said I don't want anybody to feel shame. That's that's usually one hundred percent what I would start my meetings with. Like this isn't me coming in and bashing you for all the things that you haven't done. You've been to this point. You've done the best you can. But now let's see what our options are, and make some decisions and go forward. But you are so much more capable of make it like you are powerful you can make those decisions and you can um you can take more control back you know so i just that's to encourage you not to make anybody feel shame or anything like that and and if you have any questions or you know anything about any of that i'm always willing to connect with somebody if you had if anybody had questions and wanted to email me or connect with me yeah call ashley man don't call me So. Don't call me. I'm not the budget guy. I follow one, but I didn't set it up. I just yeah. follow along. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's important. Also, physical activity is important. It's important to go for a walk. It's like, I mean, y'all know me. I suffer a little bit from the thickness, but I work out and it's 100% for my mind. Mm-hmm. I work out and do like pretty intensive workouts and it's all for mental health. Because if I don't, you know, if I don't do the reading plan, the Bible study, if I don't work out, and then I can tell within a day. Oh, yeah. I'm right there with the Bible you. study one. But, like, if yeah. I don't work out, like, I didn't work out today. I had a lot going on. But, you know, I'll probably do two days tomorrow. I'll work out in the morning and then at night. But it's... It's 100%. Important. Yeah, 100%. I actually had some, I don't think it was years ago now, but I actually had t- somebody tell me, like, what? 
you work out, you're skinny, you don't need to work out. And I'm like, oh, oh dude, it's free. That's offensive. <laughs> don't say that out loud. You shouldn't open your mouth anymore. <laughs> you know? Right. But dude. I'm like, no, there's a lot of health benefits for me to be moving and active. And I feel so much mm-hmm. better. And also, I don't need to cheat myself at night, telling myself I can stay up way later and then feel like garbage the next day because I went to bed so mm-hmm. late. I'm one of those people that I need to get to bed on time and I need to actually get oh. my like seven and a half, eight hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. I know you live off of four or whatever garbage that is, but. No, that's reality. If I go more than that, I wake up all headachy and, and uh, lethargic. It's weird. I can't even imagine well, that. It's just kind of how I guess I'm wired. But That's cool, dude. Um, I would say eat right, try to. Like meal plan, bring your food, then you don't get shafted. Mm-hmm. But also, if there's something you're craving, you go eat that thing. Treat yourself. <laughs> like there's times when I like that OG oblong shaped chicken sandwich from the BK Lounge. Mm-hmm. So I will go and I will get it because it's delicious. It is the one and only food item that I will allow mayonnaise on. That's awesome. <laughs> Mayonnaise is from the devil, but I will let it be on the chicken sandwich from Burger King and only the original. That's really funny. But yeah, man, it's just balance. It's just a lot of stuff. And I think like everybody kind of knows deep down what they should probably do. I think that's why I really enjoyed Pastor Jason's sermon this past Sunday at FCC. So if you were there and shout out to Pastor Jason, like a lot of us know what we need to do. Nick actually said this today. He was talking to somebody in there and he told him, he's like, you need to ta- stop talking about what you should do and what you're going and instead have it be about what you're going to do. You know, because right. a lot of us, we know the changes we need to make, but for whatever reason, you know, A, B or C, we don't want to do it, you know, but mm-hmm. it's hard. Life gives us a lot of reasons not to, but I think that there is a lot more reasons to to fight for that because we've got a lot of good stuff to do people we care about around us you know and mm-hmm. you know i so. think too to kind of we're going to swing back around on on some of these topics that were were suggestions i think suicide awareness we should be talking about that all the time yeah just always talking about it always posting about like get help before you need help remind people they're important yeah. Remind them that the world's better with them in it and just constantly talk about it, constantly talk about it, because it is a big deal in the first responder and veteran community right now. And, it's, and it is damn sure not a competition, but first responder world is catching veteran suicide rapidly, like on the super fast, okay. you know, with police and fire and EMS and all of it and nurse like ER nurses and all that stuff, ER doctors. And it's just talking about it. It's just constantly like not hiding it, not stuffing yeah. it down. Yeah. Always like, and so for Susan, one thing that would be very beneficial to the first responder and veteran community is once a week post something just so it's constantly in everybody's feed all the time. So people are thinking about it all the time. You know, um, a dude I follow just posted just the other day, and this is like special operators, this is like special forces guys and stuff like that. That a buddy of his, they had to do like an emergency, like um, admission to the hospital because a buddy of his just just out of nowhere, just like that's it, that's it, I'm done, 
and they had to intervene and they had to take this dude and you have to, cause it could get ugly, man. Yeah. Like be willing to do that. If your buddy gets to the level where they're like, that's it, I'm out. Like if you have to take them by the back of their neck and walk them into the ER and petition them in but yourself, then that's what you have to do. Yeah. Like, absolutely. So I think for Jen's, you know, for both of you, Jen Lovelady, you know, that's, that's a good topic. And we need to do that for each other in our little community here. Just always be talking about it. Always that's on the forefront, always on our minds that that's a thing that's happening. That's out there. I would say one of my favorite quotes comes from a movie director named Peter Berg. He does some pretty cool movies, but he always says if, like, how do we respond to first responders by first responding to them? Mm. Just that's cool. I like that. Say thanks. Just all those things. And we'll behave awkwardly. I promise you, if you say to me, thank you for my service, but I'll be super awkward about it. We have episodes I'll, about that. <laughs> I'll probably look at the ground like miss on a high five, you know, or sometimes depending on when you catch me, I might say my pleasure. <laughs> Give you a little Chick-fil-A shout out. <laughs> Cause it is, it really is. Yeah. It is, it yeah. is honestly my pleasure to do this and to live in a country where I got to cho- choose that this is what I was going to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's really good. That's really good. I would, um, I would just say the word that comes to mind is just be genuine just be genuine with people. I know oftentimes I'll get somebody that comes to mind and I just, I try really hard these days to just go ahead and text them. You know, um, I've had it happen a few times over the years where somebody was on my mind and we, we texted them and checked in and they had something going on. Um, even if it was just something small and to be able to pray for them and just send them back a prayer via text or something like that, you know. So I just be, you know, the Bible talks about let your love be genuine, like be real, be sincere with people. And, you know, don't don't pacify or placate people, you know. Be, people know the difference. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that yep. one of our um, house church folks say, you know, they they, they got sick of you know, reading through BS with people, you know, and well, that's, that's part of the skill set, man. When you start working out here on the street, you know, you get this innate ability to sift through BS. And so, right. That so when carries you can, over. Yeah. So when you can be yourself and really mean it, when you reach out to somebody again, it might be awkward. It might be weird, but, um, just be genuine with people and actually care. I know it takes a little bit of work and effort to go outside of ourselves sometimes, especially when mm-hmm. we're already going through our own stuff and worries and things. But that little bit of, you know, um, something that was done a lot through COVID, like the initial months of COVID, people would send notes to each other, write notes mm-hmm. to each other, drop something off to their front porch, you know. And so those types of things, it takes it's it's that act, that physical act of like, I thought of you so much and care about you mm-hmm. enough that I took time out of my day to do something right. kind, kind and loving towards you. Right. So I, I would, I so, would just add that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not wait for there to be something so big to reach yeah. out to people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. 
So I do want to do something. I don't have permission to say names, so I'm not going to. But one of the most honoring things you can do for a veteran or anybody in kind of our first responder operator world or whatever is if you have questions about what's going on, what's going on like in the news or in the world or overseas or whatever, just ask. Just ask. Don't put everybody on blast. Just ask. And a friend of ours, Ashley Mutually, just asked. They reached out and they said, what on earth is going on? And is it the same as what I'm seeing? And it was cool. It was cool for me to be like, like, this is what it is. Yeah. And then there for to answer questions, just straightforward. I'm never going to, if you ask me a genuine question, I'll give you a genuine answer. And it was just cool. That was very, she doesn't know this, but that was very honoring of, of my trade craft, if you will. And that's cool. And stuff. So that's awesome. She probably will never hear this, but anyway, I just wanted to put that out there, you know? Yeah. So yeah, for sure. It was a very big deal. So that said, that's it. You guys just take care of each other. Pray for each other. I know that creeps some of you out and like, do what? No, <laughs> it doesn't have to be all weird and King Jamesy. Yeah, it can does. literally be like, Jesus, bless my friend today. Amen. You know that you have <laughs> to say the prayer like Shakespeare. Come on. No. no that'd no, be crazy because I'd be a mess. I can't speak like that. But yeah, yeah just sure. just check in on each other, man. That's what we can do. Like to to that was a long way around to a short answer. I challenge you to check on your friends this week. Cool. So that's it. From now so <laughs> you can check us out on the socials. Ashley will be taking care of Facebook. And I'll be on <laughs> Instagram. And okay, but my question what? though, I went to have I had this problem this week last week. Yeah, when we posted the episode. I'm like, I can't tag all these folks that Jim usually tags yeah. with the episode. So, so I, that's I'm my problem. <laughs> so I, I go on there and I, I share it or repost it after you post it and tag people and whatnot. Yeah. But you know, that'll be on Instagram and Twitter. And you guys, like, don't freak out, boomers. But I do have a, uh, what's it called that the kids are doing? It, uh, what's the other uh, one? TikTok. TikTok. I, I was going to say TikTok. Snapchat. And I'm like, no, that's gets, not right. <laughs> man, TikTok gets a lot of views, our sound bites and stuff, our little yeah. teasers. Does anybody like those? Because I've been making those the last month or so, and I've really been enjoying them. So I hope everybody likes them. It takes me a little bit to do it, but... I think they're cool. I like them. I think that's what's important. I think they're really cool. Hey, you know what? That's the thing, though. If we keep doing what we enjoy, I think that, like, you can't see what I'm doing. It's this, like, oh, dude. it goes out from that that joy, right? You know, that whatever. No, yeah, for sure. I, I sounded so cool last week on the one you made. That little edit. <laughs> I was like, wow, that was fire. I listened to it, like, a hundred times. Just that. I well, didn't good. listen to the episode, but... Well, I like, listen to you know, myself. if you listen to something that I make, you know, that's good. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, you guys, thanks for listening. Cool. Next week we have a guest. Ashley doesn't know who it is, Ooh. but we have a guest. Fun. So more veterans talking about veteran things. So it'll be cool. Cool. Cool, cool. All right. See you next next week, everybody. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> <laughs>